You're listening to InsuranceRadio.com. We sit down for personal conversations with the top insurance and financial advisors, executives, and regulators. Listen in to learn more about their ideas and personal stories at InsuranceRadio.com. This podcast is brought to you by AD Banker & Company, an approved CE education provider for nearly every insurance and financial advisory firm in the U.S. When your next CE deadline rolls around, click on adbanker.com. If you don't see our name on your preferred provider list, call your home office and ask them to add us, adbanker.com. Roger Clark has been a State Farm agent in Rogers, Arkansas since 1986. He is a second-generation State Farm agent. He's a lifetime member of the President's Club, Crystal Excellence Award winner, Chairman's Circle Award winner, and he's never missed the life incentive travel. He and his wife, Sherma, were married in 1991. He has a daughter, Caitlin, who is married and works in the agency in Rogers. He has a son, Sam, who works for a State Farm agent in Texas. He earned a BS degree in management in 1982 from the Oklahoma Christian College in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. He's the past president of the local Optimist Club, a deacon at the Southside Church of Christ, a member of the Downtown Rogers Main Street Program, and a member of the Rogers Lowell Chamber of Commerce. He's also been a lifetime resident of Rogers, Arkansas. Please welcome to our program, Roger Clark. So here I am in uh, Rogers, Arkansas. This is a beautiful part of the country. It is, very Uh, much so. Are you from this uh, area? Born and raised. Born and raised in Rogers, yes. And how many people lived in Rogers about when you were just growing up? When I was when I was a little kid, the earliest I can remember was three thousand on the city limit sign, and it's over sixty five today. And what's the what do you attribute to the growth? Is it just I presume some Walmart growth, but there's other industries here as well. Sure, absolutely. Originally, the growth of Northwest Arkansas originated from Beaver Lake. Uh, when they put the lake in in the uh, early sixties. That was the impetus for have retirement people, retirement community uh, come in. There was a company, Daisy BB Guns, moved from Michigan to Rogers, and that was the start of the growth for Rogers. And then Walmart came in. Uh, Sam Walton brought Walmart to Rogers or to Bentonville, and uh, that really started spurring the growth. Uh, we have a number of other industries. Tyson Foods, number one. Uh, meat producing company in the United States is, is headquartered here. Uh, JB Hunt Trucking. So we've got some nice large industries that are, that are, uh, filling, uh, filling up and, uh, filling up the employment roles here in Northwest Arkansas. Well, that's neat. That's quite a little growth. Uh, now you're right here in downtown Rogers or pretty close to it off right. Walnut Street. Right. Uh, busy, uh, place with the fire department across the street. So I guess if we have any noise, we'll have to maybe take a break if yeah. anything bad happens. Well, let's, let's hope that's not a policyholder yeah. having a claim. Well, it's uh, say I was reading out in your lobby as I came in today that your dad used to be a State Farm agent. Was he an agent here in Rogers as well? Yes, he was. He was the first State Farm agent in Benton County. Uh, started in 1959 uh, and retired in 1992. Now, what was uh, your earliest memory of? Uh, I expect that you probably uh, hang around the office. What was your earliest memory of being I, in the office? I went to kindergarten across the street from his office, and, af- and it was a half-day kindergarten. And after I was done for the day, he would come get me, bring me back to the office, and I spent the afternoons at his office. And there was a real estate company next door, and some of the older gentlemen would sit around the, 
the old stove and, and talk and I would go hang out at four, three or four or five year old. I'd go hang out with the real estate agents across the, across the street, you know, and stuff. I had, had great memories of that from, from those days. So when you would come in and play in the afternoon, did you like set up a desk in the corner and kind of pretend to be an agent? <laughs> I, uh, I was their uh, runner. I would, I knew where all the files were in the back room and what the files were for or what the, what the forms were for. And so they would go, they would send me back to the back to get a claim form or some type of form that they might need to fill out with a client, and I knew where they were at. And uh, so I just did lots of little things like that around around the office yeah. growing uh, up. Now, I guess I don't have to ask, how did you get in the insurance business? Uh, but you chose to get in the insurance business and followed kind of in your father's footsteps. Uh, you know, what was your thinking back then? Uh, did you consider other occupations? Uh and, and, and kind of weigh that or did you, we were all in and getting in the insurance business? I, after college, uh, I worked for a food brokerage outlet to get some sales experience. Um, one, one of my memories that, that told me I was going to be a state farm agent was, uh, on a trip to Acapulco with my dad, uh, at the final night event out by all these pools and, this buffet feast that was going on, they had, they took us around the corner and there was a fireworks display that they put off that had, that was made. The display was actually made into the State Farm emblem with pinwheels and all kinds of things going off. I was, I think, seventh grade at the time and I said, I know what I want to do for a living. This, this was really neat. And, uh, and so that kind of set the stage for me. I always had that in my mind that, that that's what I wanted to do. Um, Obviously, I saw some of the hard work and I saw the rewards that came with that work. Uh, but, but that was the starting point and that's what's, that's what got me going. I did want to gain some other outside experience first before I came into the insurance business so I could get a little feel for what else was out there. Yeah. Did you go to college? Yeah, I did in Oklahoma City. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And, uh, to what college did you attend? Uh, Oklahoma Christian College. It's now Oklahoma Christian University, small school. Okay. And how did you pick, uh, going out of state, uh, all the way to Oklahoma City? Um, a few random things. Part of the, uh, the environment was a Christian school that's affiliated with the church that we attend. And so that was kind of the starting point. I really wanted to go somewhere where all my friends weren't going. Uh, and so I walked onto the campus and didn't know a soul and, uh, uh, end up still have great relationships with a lot of people over there. But I just wanted, I wanted to do something different on my own. Yeah. Well, you know, following, uh, in the business and the same trade as your dad, uh, I mean, there are some unique features and challenges to that. What was one of the maybe the more difficult things that you had to, to overcome or, uh, to get a handle on when you started out? Um, you know, probably the hardest thing was because my father was so well known in the area and I office just a few blocks from his office. One of the hardest challenges was to establish my own identity. Uh, I was known as my father's son, not as myself. And so that was a little bit of a challenge to overcome that and to step out of his shadow and figure out my own path. Yeah. It's, uh, what was, uh, uh, what's the nature of your agency? Is it, uh, kind of a balance between personal lines and commercial lines? Uh, uh, life insurance, health insurance. Do you do the whole uh, the whole lineup? Yeah, I've I've tried to make myself well rounded in all aspects, not to have a weakness in any one particular area. So um, there's been times I, I I I've been very blessed. I think I've got a very successful I had a successful career, uh, but I tried to make sure that I didn't have those gaps or those 
those areas where people would say, well, he's good over there, but he doesn't do this well. I may not be the absolute top rock star, superstar in any one particular area, but I've been very consistent across the board in all areas. Yeah. What's maybe the, the driving force behind your agency in terms, what's the, what gets the focal point? What kind of is the engine that, that drives things? Well, I'm, I'm very competitive and, and I start my day every day thinking about what we're going to accomplish today. Um, I've learned over the years that this is a marathon and not a sprint. So I know that to be successful, it takes daily effort. It takes effort by the hour and by the minute. Um, all of us have those points and times where we would prefer maybe not to make that extra call or to do the things that we know we need to do. But trying to have a focus and a consistency on doing not always the easy thing, but the hard thing, as I think has been probably part of my success and being able to say, I'm going to do it no matter what. Yeah. Tell me about your, naturally, you've got a, a good size staff. How many staff do you have here? And, and, uh, and uh, you know, tell me a little bit about your team. Yeah, I've got, on a normal basis, I'm actually down right now two people. and uh, But on a normal basis, I'll have six full-time employees and two part-time. Um, I've got an office manager that is going to be retiring at the end of the year, and she will be difficult to replace. But she's got 28 years' experience doing uh, State Farm team member work. Uh, and been with me for nine years. I just had a girl, uh, that just left to go open up her own insurance agency. Uh, and she had been with me eight years. Uh, my daughter works for me. She's been here six. I have another employee that's been with me four, uh, five coming up. Uh, a new person here. And then, like I said, I'm going to be hiring a couple more people. And what's fun about that is to be able, to almost like shuffle the deck and recreate and say, here's some areas I would have liked to have moved my existing team in, but but now because of some of the changes, I'm going to be able to actually do that now. And so creating a new role and new situations is very exciting to me. And I do have a couple of part, uh, people working part-time. One is a mortgage licensed person who does a lot of financing, uh, mortgage refinancing of homes. So tell me about uh, one of your first uh, customers in the business. Uh, so you opened up your shop, you got your telephone, you got your uh, your pen and pad out. Uh, what was one of your first encounters and actual actual sale? Well, one of my first experiences was a gentleman that called one day and and wanted quotes, and he needed me to come to his house at night. No problem. I came to the house. We quoted his auto insurance, renter's insurance. Life insurance, all looked good. Thought we were going to close it that night. And he said, you know, give me just the night to think about this. And and I said, okay, that's fine. And didn't hear back from him for a couple of days and called. And uh, he goes, oh, well, I came down to your office and I bought all that stuff. Got it all taken care of. And I said, you did? And he goes, oh, yeah. Well, it turned out he went to my dad's office and my dad wrote all the business and I got nothing for it. So that was one of my earliest experiences was, again, make sure you identify exactly who you are because people can get confused at times. Well, so did your dad owe you breakfast for that? He owed me breakfast and I never got it back from him. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, It's uh, What's one of the... uh, What do you love about what you do? You know... If you're not in this business to help people, first and foremost, you're in the wrong business. This business, I love, I really love to be able to be there for that person when they're at their most absolute in time of need. Um, 
I know people in the property and casualty business, we've all dealt with the total losses and, and those kinds of things, the house burning down and, and, and the unfortunate or untimely death of, of a loved one. And, uh, but to be able to step in and put your arm around somebody and say, you know what? I know this is difficult, but I'm going to be here with you every step of the way. And to be able to deliver on that promise, that's what this business is about. And I've told any number of people that have come to me and asked for my advice about going into this business that if you go into it from the standpoint of I want to make a lot of money, you know, you still may be able to do that. But to me, that's an unfulfilled promise. You just it's it's empty in a lot of ways. This business is an opportunity for me to serve my community. It's, it's an opportunity for me to, to help people who need help. That's what it's about. Um, I, I, like I said, I'm so blessed. I've, I've made more money than I ever thought I'd make. Uh, I've got great team members who work for me. I've been able to build a new building and do things and help the downtown community and, and those kinds of things. That's all just fantastic to leave some bit of a legacy behind, but, at the core, it's about the people who write me checks every day and, and it's about them. And, and if there's ways that, that I can step aside and help somebody in the middle of all the chaos, we call it the, the whirlwind, the tornado that happens every day in our offices. If we can take a break and push that aside for a minute and just put your arm around somebody and tell them it's going to be okay. I'm here for you. I feel so good in those circumstances, it makes my day. I mean, I might be able to look at my check one morning and say, Ooh, that's a nice check. You know what? I'd rather have somebody tell me, thank you for being there for him. I, I, I've had a situation where I've, I, I've, you know, had people that sat there and cried in front of me and said, if it weren't for you. And boy, I tell you, you can't get better than that. When they, when they start a sentence saying, if it weren't for you. That's when you know you impact people's lives, and that's what the business is about. Well, that's uh, that's refreshing because it's uh, sometimes you hear so much in the insurance business about the business end of it, the prospecting, the telephoning, the appointments, and the work ethic in that. But uh, you know, to really hear and see firsthand and experience firsthand the the promise being fulfilled, right? Uh, that uh, that is a great spot. Yeah. What do you see in terms of changes in the industry and? Uh, uh, that's happening kind of in our world with the internet and, and what kind of, uh, shifts and adaptation are you having to change or adapt to in your agency? Well, I think, and again, I'll go back to the customer. Yes, we have technology changes, but I see the client wanting things done quicker, faster and the way they want it done. Uh, which presents the unique challenge to say, not just to myself, but to every team member that I've got, are we delivering it the way they want it, when they want it, uh, and, you know, in the best possible manner? Uh, and that's the challenge. And, and, and to try to stay on top of that, I think it takes a dedication. Uh, I've tried to do a lot of business coaching over the years, and some of that business coaching may get product specific or it may get sales specific. But at the core, I think all of those kinds of things like business coaching and, and, and studying and, and is, is all about trying to figure out the best way to deliver for the client the way they want it to do. That's to me the biggest challenge we have 
is to try to adapt as quickly as the clients are asking us to adapt. Yeah. Now, if you had to look back, uh, just to reflect a minute about, you know, the last uh, 5, 10, 15 years in your business, what would be something you'd do different? Uh, would, if you had uh, just one thing that you'd have a do-over, uh, yeah. what would you go back and say, you know, if I had that again, I'd, I'd tackle that a little different this time? I would probably put a much stronger emphasis on, on referrals. Uh, that I, I think you, we can talk about all the marketing methods and techniques and things, but at the core, if you are doing a good job of taking care of people, if you are being true to your client, if your client sees that and knows that they, they have that feeling that yes, you have my best interest in mind, they have no problem giving you a referral. And I probably did not take advantage of that one thing as much as I probably should have. That would be the one thing I would do over is to put a much stronger emphasis on referral business. If you were uh, having just a short chat with somebody who's thinking about getting any insurance business, you know, what advice would you give them and uh, what would you suggest that they look at? Well, first of all, I, I the business itself, I, I, I think, is a, is a wonderful business. It, most people from the outside that don't know anything about the insurance business don't care for the business, thinks it's boring and dry and all of that. But I, my strongest recommendation would be to find good people. And you want smart, knowledgeable people and people that are willing to work, but what you need First and foremost, out of out of out of employees is integrity and a willingness to help people. If they have that, all of the other things can fall in line. Yeah. Now, it's uh, uh, you mentioned your father at the beginning, but uh, mom, I'm sure, was uh, uh, there as well. What's some advice maybe your mother gave you that you find that is still uh, resonates and still is true today? Um, you know, I'm very blessed. Mom is still here and she, she comes and she, her job today is to come bring my mail to me every day. And she checks in to make sure to let me know she's fine. And, and I'm blessed to have that. Um, she worked hand in hand at my father's office. So they grew up together in the business. And so it was really a, the two of them together teaching me the different things. But mom always gave me, the love and the appreciation. Dad gave me a tremendous work ethic, but mom was really there to always just refocus me, bring me back to center and, and just always remind me of why I'm doing what I'm doing kind of thing. Uh, and she, she's great at doing that with, with love and compassion and stuff and just saying, you know, you know, just refocus here. It's, you know, going to be okay. Dad was a little, he was, they played good cop, bad cop. And, and she was the good cop and very good at being that. I know uh, you need to get off for another appointment. Uh, as yep. we wrap up here, you know, what is your personal creed or your personal uh, principles that you try and follow in your business every day? Um, be honest with yourself. Um, focus on the job at hand and don't, ever think you're too busy to stop to say hi and thank you. Roger, thank you so much for being on the program today. You bet. You're welcome. Thank you, Dennis. I appreciate the time. Oh, hi. You're still here. 
say, if you are interested in reaching thousands of licensed insurance producers across the country, why not consider sponsoring a guest podcast? If you had sponsored this episode, we would be telling thousands of listeners daily about you and your company. Find our contact information to request prices and availability at insuranceradio.com.